Blog Talk Radio. Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your uh, host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks. I kind of forgot there for a second who I was. No, no, I remember now. I'm me. I'm Jamie Rocks. And this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Um, yeah, you know, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. When one thinks about all the various podcasts out there, it seems like everybody's got one, which I think is great. Um, you know, and you found ours. And we're very happy to have you. Uh, we have, I'm very excited for today's guest. We have a returning guest. Um, she's been on the show before, and, um, you know, we just, uh, we hang out all the, no, we, we really don't. Um, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since our guest has been on. And, um, well, let me put it this way. This is the episode we're doing today. What is it? It's episode 1,355, and what, last time she was on, she was guest number 38. Um, back way back when I first started doing this, and um, yeah, she's back, and it's such a neat story. And we're going to get into all that. So, without further ado, author of the uh, fantastic book, The Brainwashing of My Dad, uh, and the great documentary of the same name, I'd like to welcome filmmaker and author Jen Senko. Jen, how are you? Long time Hi. no talk to. Yeah, it's good to be back, and thank you for interviewing me early on when, you know, I was just getting used to interviewing, and I think it was just just shortly after when my movie came out, right? Yeah. No, I think it was before. Yeah. I think it was before because oh. you were still doing the Kickstarter, oh. doing the crowdsourcing. Or oh, my goodness. You're right. Wow. Thank you for supporting me then. I'm sure that that helped. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, I, you know, it's so interesting because what had happened is I had recently moved to South Florida um, from the West Coast. And um, I'm, I, you know, in my day job, I'm a painter. I paint pictures of people and stuff and have been doing that for a long time. And mm-hmm. uh, when I lived out in California, I used to hang out at a lot of nightclubs. You know, I thought I was Andy Warhol or something. You know, it, yeah. what it those were the people who were buying, that's where they were hanging out, the people that were buying paintings. So, you know, um, I went out a lot. Yeah, and I was single, and I was young, and whooping around, you know, young and dumb. And uh, I had those days, too. Yeah. Well, I can barely (laughs) remember mine, but um, it was a long time. (laughs) I'm glad I survived mine. (laughs) Exactly. I kind of, everybody's like, you know, I try to tell people that. I'm like, I didn't plan to be here this long. I never thought I'd make it past, like, 35. I think this is all yeah. bonus time for me, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'm right. very appreciative of it. But yeah. anyway, yeah. I had moved to South Florida, and uh, a friend of mine had said, told me, he goes, well, are you going to hang out at the nightclubs? And I said, no, the whole reason I'm in South Florida is I met a girl. I'm all in love. You know, I got a girl now. I said, that's how you lose a girl, hanging out at nightclubs, you know? Oh, um, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's just not <laughs> a smart plan. 
So he said, yeah. hey, why don't you start doing this, this podcasting? You know all these famous people from California and stuff? And I said, well, I know a couple, but yeah, okay, I don't know anything about podcasting or how to do any of that. Mm. So that never stopped me from doing anything before, not knowing how to right. do it. So I started doing challenge. it. And I got, got to tell you, I got to about 30 people, and I ran out of famous people I knew to be on the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't know who I'm going to talk to now. And Sorry, at, at that them. time, for fun, <laughs> I used to scroll through Kickstarter just oh. to try to be inspired. I said, you know, look at these cool people oh. trying to do something. This is amazing. I wish I would have thought of Kickstarter. You know, what a, what a great idea. And yeah. that's how I came across you. And I think I sent you off an email saying, hey, I got this little podcast. Do you want to be on and talk about your project? Yeah. And I I tell people that because everybody starts these podcasts. Now that, I've, you know, now that I'm an old man doing them, the, um, they always ask me, where do you get all your guests? And I said, a fantastic way. And I tell them this story. <laughs> I said, go on Kickstarter. <laughs> these people yeah. would love to be on your podcast talking about yeah. their, their project, you know? Yeah. yeah. And right. the amazing thing, folks, so Jen, I remember because I, I followed her Kickstarter. I really got into her project, uh, this documentary she was going to make or finish making. I can't remember the details exactly. But, um, but I was watching her Kickstarter, and you made your goal. And then they do those, what do they call them, stretch goals or something? You started yeah. making stretch goals. And yeah. everybody – was on board with this, you know? Yeah, yeah. It kind of happened all of a sudden. At first, it was really slow going. And then somebody donated um, $5,000. I think it was yeah, Cody Evans and, um, from Code Pink. And then all of a sudden, it seemed like that kick-started um, other people. And then the word got around, and people were like, I want to be a part of this project you know, because it was such a common story. Yeah, and then it just took off and it kept going. I'm telling you, Kickstarter should make a video with you on it saying exactly this and saying, see, it, this is how it works. Well, I am getting how... paid for saying that. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you should be. Yeah. You hear that, Kickstarter? Yeah, I'm telling you, that's <laughs> the dream, you know. That is the dream of anybody yeah. I don't care if they're trying to make a deck of cards. What is that? There's so many things on Kickstarter where they're trying to make yeah. decks of cards. I'm like, yeah. We, we it, don't, was, uh, it was a lot of money to me at the time, but it was still a drop in the bucket for a movie, you know, to make the kind of movie that I made. So fortunately, oh, yeah. after that, we, we uh, through Kickstarter, um, met someone who happened to be independently wealthy and very, very, very liberal and very, 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 very much into um, what we were doing. And uh, he kicked in, too. And we wouldn't have been able to do it without him. Yeah, That's Patriot. Amazing. True Patriot. Yeah. Patron and Patriot. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And folks, they're out there. They're out there. And I don't care what your dream is and, and what your passion is. Um, you know, if you're looking to... Now, Kickstarter doesn't mess around. You can't take the money you make from Kickstarter and pay your electric bill. Keep the lights on. You know, they check all yeah. this stuff. And um, yeah. I, I have a good friend of mine. She's a musician. She's made seven albums, all funded through Kickstarter. And, wow. um, you know, 
Yeah, she does quite well. But she told me, she said, understand, Jamie, doing a Kickstarter campaign is like taking on an, an extra full-time job. Oh, <laughs> you know, absolutely. That you're going to work about 80 hours a week on. Um, because it isn't just, yeah. you don't just put it up and wait for people to happen to stroll by, you know. It, it, yeah, it, no, it, it is. It's a full-time job. You're you're sitting there at your computer all day, like, monitoring, and you're thinking of things to update it with. <clears throat> and you have to reach the goal or else you don't get the money. So Right. That's the carrot. That's yeah. the carrot on the stick. Yeah, because you want to yeah. make your, your movie or your, whatever it is. Um, it was amazing. Yeah. Well, folks, Jen made her movie. She made her documentary. It's fantastic. It's so good. I remember watching it. Thank I was you. amazed. And um, it was just fantastic. And, and the way yeah. it all went about. And since then, you know, she kind of faded to into obscurity. No, that didn't happen at all. Um, <laughs> suddenly, she's an expert on CNN and all these shows and, and Good Morning America. And Joy Reid. <laughs> and Joy Reid. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's why I contacted you again, Jen. I saw that video on, of you on Joy oh. Reid. Um, well, yeah. Cool. It was, Thank you, Joy Reid. I saw it a yeah. couple of times on my feed, yeah. not from you oh. posted, from other people posting it. And really? I was like, oh. I said, I know cool. Jen. I remember Jen. Let me yeah, dig yeah, out Yeah, I her can get email. her on my podcast again. Yeah, <laughs> I said, I got to do a follow-up show. Uh, yeah. Because now she has the book. And yeah. this is amazing. I just can't be. Yeah. I love it when my friends and people that are acquaintances and stuff that I, uh, people I meet, when they are successful, what they're doing, you know, it just inspires yeah. me and I dig it. Thank you. And this happened yeah. to you, you know? You yeah. made this happen. How cool. Yeah. How cool. I, I had to. And mm, it's, I it's had just to, but so it was cool. the last thing I did. Yeah. And yeah, it almost I'm was the last you. thing I did. It almost, well, you almost, know, I, almost you killed me. On, I got pneumonia and shingles. Uh, yeah. Well, it was. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you made it through all that. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah. That pneumonia. Committee. I mean, you know, we all yeah. know somebody who's somebody passed away from pneumonia. You know, I mean, that can be real serious. Uh, and yeah. Shingles is no joke yeah. either. Shingles. I yeah. don't understand. It shingles. wasn't real bad. It's like, it wasn't real bad. Shingles. Thank God. But the pneumonia that that really kicked my ass. Uh, I was oh, down for at least three months and. You're so tired oh. when you have pneumonia. It's unbelievable how tired you are. You get tired getting up off the couch to walk to the bathroom. I hate yeah. being sick. I, I hate it. I hate it. There's nothing yeah. worse. And yeah. and I hate when you get a long illness like that and you're sick of being sick. Yeah. You're like, I'm sick of it. Right. right. <laughs> I need to be over it. Yeah. Like the first, the first time you maybe get a cold for the winter – like when oh, I was at work or, you know, and then you get to stay home a day and have a lot of tea and watch TV. It's okay, but it gets old fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, I well, I don't even want to get ahead of myself here, but let's, folks, when she yeah. was on, when Jen was ringing the uh, the alarm bell, um, this was pre-Trump. <laughs> this was 2013. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was yeah. around, but... 
this is he wasn't president, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, is, yeah, we were in our old condo. We hadn't even got the house yet, and um, oh my! When when that election happened, I'm telling you, we were like bees in a honey in a, in a beehive whose queen had died. We were just wandering around, bumping into walls. We didn't know what we, you know. I'm like, ah, we just took our four hundred thousand dollar house. This is great. Um, really can't move mm-hmm. to Norway now. There had to be, and then, all, of course, all the stuff and the pandemic. I mean, so much has happened in the last 10 years. Um, where do you start, really? But you were the one. You were one of the, the most vocal, hey, folks, there's a problem here, you know? And yeah. I, I'm just, I don't think, you don't seem the type of person to me, Jen, to say this. I absolutely am the type of person to say that. She told us so. She told everybody so. Yeah. She was right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Running around with my hair on fire. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Do, do you think most? You think most of your listeners know know the story? No, no. Let us know. Let it, let, let them know. Because even if they oh. do know, we got. I want it, I want them to hear yeah. it again. It is so important. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll just recap it and apology to those that are hearing it again. But my story, the reason why it's important, because by now it's the story of, tragically, it's the story of millions of Americans and Mm -hmm. also overseas. So in the late 80s or 90s, um, we started, I mean, we, my family, we started to notice really peculiar changes in my um, dad's personality. He was crankier uh, and he used to pretty much be in a good mood all the time and he seemed to anger easily. Um, and um, and though he had always been a progressive Democrat, he, he started to trash Democrats and we were just middle of the road Democrats. Um, right. You know, he was like an FDR, JFK Democrat. And, and okay. it was so, yeah, it was after he partially retired. He got a part-time job with a long commute. And one day when I came down from New York, he was listening to talk radio, and it happened to be that um, openly sexist and racist combat radio host, Bob Grant, who was often mm. called the father of conservative radio. But right. So that was that was one thing, but Grant was like his gateway drug because when he fully retired, like a year or two later, he got hooked on Rush Limbaugh. And, I mean, he mm. was hard. He was like a crushing schoolgirl, you know, like just in love. He commandeered mm-hmm. the kitchen in order to listen to Limbaugh for the full three hours every day. And Your then poor mother. Personality, Oh, yeah. She had him build heavy doors on the kitchen so she didn't have to hear Limbaugh. But it, but, but the thing is, is it, it was like invasion of the body snatchers because his personality and politics just completely changed. And he had an enemy, mm. devils and liberals, were the un-American spawn of Satan to him. And he was just oh, yeah. obsessed with his new politics. Yeah. Yeah, and you couldn't talk about any other subject without him making it political. You know, the weather, then it was about the hoax, global warming, and all that. 
And they hated Bill Clinton with an almost psychotic passion. And then in the mid-90s, when email became commonplace, he would send us, the family, and any of our friends that he happened to have our, their email addresses, he would, he would send between two and 20 emails a day, and they were all saying similar things like that Rush Limbaugh said. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and he was, and, and he was and you, trying yeah, to spread. And, <laughs> yeah, and these, yeah, these emails were made out to be like um, to sound folksy, but you know, later on, years later, I found right. that they were a lot of them Quick were stamp. created in, in in a conservative, quote unquote, conservative think tank. You know, by 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 guys, many of them were, and you could tell there was a lot of similarities. So, but uh, so yeah. So I I observed this chilling pattern. They all, in some way or form, bash Democrats or liberals and their values, and it was suspicious to me. And it seemed coordinated. I'm like, no, this. Wait a minute. And dangerous, dangerous. So I wanted to find out what was going on. You know, especially when Fox mm-hmm. came into the picture in 1996. You know, I entered, I just started reading and researching, and what I was learning kind of matched up with what Hillary Clinton said in 1998 about a vast right-wing conspiracy. It was like a, a light bulb went on, and I discovered that there were forces at work to change America, forces that Absolutely. were never ever able to get over FDR and his, you know, work towards equity. And also due in part to the social movements that were growing, you know, at the time in the 60s and 70s with civil rights and women's rights and Brown versus Board of Education and anti-war movements. Oh, they were like, the, the rise of LGBT holy, and all of that. Holy fuck, we're you know? losing our vision of America as, um, you know, our one-party rule vision um, right. with the free market. So... Oh, but the good news about my dad, though, this is very important because we were, my mom mostly was able to deprogram him when he, when his media diet was changed. You know, a few, mm. a few things happened and, um, you know, like uh, his radio broke when they moved. Uh, he couldn't listen to Limbaugh. He went in the hospital once Amazing. for a kidney stone and. She unsubscribed him from these emails and resubscribed him to some liberal emails. And he <laughs> just read everything. Yeah. He ended up voting for Obama, the guy who called the, um, the oh, nice. president. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So I, you know, I you know, he ended up make, yeah, making the documentary. And then a little while later, I kept researching and researching. And I'm like, I have to connect more dots. And, and I wrote the book. Well, I, I want to I want to interject here because I know I know conservative people and I know they're like well they're you know you're saying conspiracy well what about the liberal conspiracy hey folks you know what the liberal progressive side didn't have to pay almost a million dollars um, hi Jamie this is uh, editing Jamie and that was a billion dollars almost a billion dollars with a B for <laughs> you know I mean. Look at the track well, record here. It turns out everything this, Jen was yeah. worried about was happening. They were trying yeah. to do this. And there's proof in a court yeah. of law that they were. You yeah. know? Part of the conspiracy was to make 
was to present other conspiracies and make them think that there was a liberal conspiracy. But liberals, like trying to organize liberals is like trying to herd cats. And they just right. don't have the, the funding and the infrastructure the way these powerful corporations and these oil barons and then the Christian magnates, um, the gun enthusiasts, you know, the, they got their shit together and they organized. While we were sleeping, you know, and listening to our iPods and whatever, you know, enjoying life, mm-hmm. they're organizing. They're organizing to change America, and that's what they did. And I knew it would be bad, but I, I had no idea it would be this bad. I really thought, well, somebody's going to pay attention to my movie and my book. I don't know why I would naively thought that. But, and somebody will do something about it. But it didn't yeah. happen. I, I have to say now there are people that are finally active and jumping on the um, you know, they, they realize the importance having a voice in the media. You know, truth in media is my passion because this is largely why we're here. Yes, there were think tanks and there were, you know, they attacked the judiciary and, and, the, and the schools and the pulpits and all that. But the media is what transmitted this. Right. Um, the, this well, they were the dealer. They were the ones selling yeah. this drug. You know, and yeah. uh yeah. It, and I get it. I get it. They they yeah. need viewers and you know, they, they like those checks from the golf magazine coming in and whatnot, you know. It, and I tell well, people Well that's not I, what it was I, about. I, no, I mean for Limbaugh, you know, that's what it was about. But for Fox, the goal right from the get go was to uh convert viewers into Republican votes and to get the masses to vote against their own interests. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us www.jamierox.us Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store. It's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic-grade essential oils. 
whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. And in the interest of billionaires, which they do because they're so angry at liberals who are destroying America and eating children. Right, in pizza parlors. They're not it's really, so- by the way. No, no. Anybody out there, yeah, I, if you're a, yeah, you know, and that's, that's the whole thing, too, children. is most of us that, are, you know, and I'm not saying we're, I can speak for myself. I'm not saying I'm the smartest guy in the room. I'm not saying that I'm very sophisticated in, in my geopolitical knowledge or whatnot, you know, um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there's just some common sense, man. If you're an evangelical Christian and and your guy, your champion, your your white knight is having affairs with porn stars and stuff, you might have picked the wrong horse. You know yeah. what is your gut telling you? And, yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but before that, they had in some cases forty years, you know, thirty years, twenty years, ten years. Right. of indoctrination to um, make room for that, you know. They just figured, well, since he'll say anything, um, he's he's got to be the one because he's bold mm. enough to break all the boundaries. And, you know, they, they, they mistook his crudeness and uh, uh, inart- 
inability to articulate as um, authentic, you know. Yeah, and it's 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 just really weird. We're seeing the same thing. I live in Florida, and you know we're seeing that with the Santa I'm sorry. Down here. You know, believe me, so am I. So am I. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I talk to people, you know, friends and family mm-hmm. that are. They're like, oh, this is, you know, DeSantis, and I'm like, DeSantis is trying to get the largest employer in the state to leave. I said, I grew up in Detroit. I remember mm-hmm. what happens when the largest mm. employer closes factories and leaves, and you suddenly have a 42% yeah. unemployment rate. I've seen the results right. of that in person. Right. I said, you guys right. are crazy. And then he pisses off all the the, the brown people. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. great. The second yeah. largest employer in the state. Are you kidding yeah. me? Um, you know, I said, I, I, I'm ringing the bells down here, you know. And uh, yeah. it's, you know, you're You book, actually meet people that like him, Jamie? I, I do. And, you know, he won by such a large margin. That the others, and it's weird. It's weird, and it's bizarre because a lot of them are elderly. And I'm like, you guys realize these guys are trying to cut off Medicaid. You know all the money you paid. They're trying to steal, rob you of it. You understand right. that, right? They're like, right. Well, what do you mean? They they wouldn't do that. No, that is the big agenda of theirs. That is a big plan. They will admit that. Right. Backed into right. a wall. Um, right. You know. Yeah, and, ever since the 50s, it's been a plan. Yeah. I said, that's, that's yeah. theft that, you know, from you, out of your pocket. If I came into your house yeah. and was stealing your stuff, you'd be upset. Why are you not equally upset at this? Um, but see, one, and, one tactic that they're very good at is pretending that they are the voice of the people. And right. then they attack, attack, attack. And that that's like, you know, that, that's comes from Goebbels, you know, way back. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Well, they and expanded the, the, on that. Mm-hmm. You know, and othering people. I'm telling you, when when Trump rose to power, I remember seeing, you know, union members of uh, people I knew in, in, in Detroit that were jumping. I'm like, you guys are jumping on the slick con man real estate guy from New York? bandwagon <laughs> you know it's laughable um yeah yeah you know when you were yeah. working at the factory and a guy showed up in a tie telling you a yeah. line of bullshit you kind of knew it <laughs> you know yeah the difference yeah here? No, I, yeah i'm from new york and you know trump was a joke uh to us oh, yeah. uh i i i I, I hate to give away my age, but I remember seeing him at Studio 54 and, you know, quietly amongst ourselves, we would just kind of roll our eyes and make fun of him. He oh, was such yeah. a douchebag. Yeah. Trump's personality to me <laughs> is reminds me of, of I, you know, I was pretty popular in high school and I, I kind of knew every, I was one of those weird, you know, I was the art guy. Oh. I, I was one of those weird guys that went to every party and oh. all this and that. Trump seemed kind of like the guy that really wanted to be cool. And he wanted to hang out really bad with all the cool. And, yeah, you know, he might get into a party once or twice, but everybody was like, oh, this guy's trying way too hard, you know. Um, 
Yeah. That's just the type he is, you know. At the same time, if you're behind the bleachers having a smoke, he's definitely going to tell on you. He's also that guy, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Because some girl he likes thinks you have good hair or something. You know, I mean, he, that's his personality. And, um, yeah. you but, know, but and I got to yeah, oh, he can be he can be very charming. So I, I think that, you know, as dumb as he is, he's got a certain brilliance, like a brilliant in, intuition. He knows like a savant to, or something. Yeah. He knows how to charm people. Um, he knows how to bullshit them. I mean you know, if you're seeing it from the outside, you're not, you're, you're not necessarily, you know, like we did in New York, you weren't charmed. But there's right. people that do get charmed by him. Um, oh, absolutely. And then it happens. Yeah. It happens even in the modern era with Santos and some of these other. That's another thing, man. You know, because of it, we've had the rise of all of these just idiots. <laughs> I mean, People that literally should have been run out of town on a rail are now in positions yeah. of power and have a voice. Oh my god! I, you know, I watched yeah. some gal from Georgia the other day going on about uh, the globes and and how well, why are there globes everywhere? Why are they pushing that agenda? I'm like, they're pushing the agenda because the Earth is a globe, you moron. What's wrong with you? Uh, big I, I globe. Mean, I, I, I didn't see anything about globes being pushed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. She yeah. had some podcast oh. video cast she was doing. You know, Jen, what helped me with all of this, and not that I'm over it, not that I'm over it, because I'm, you know, I have a functioning brain. I, you know, I was born with critical thought. Um, mm-hmm. I, I still get worked up about it. But what helped me a lot is I, I got a dog. I was. Aww. I used to scream at the news like my father-in-law Aww. watches a hockey game. You know. It's, yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. And I got yeah. this dog, and I quickly realized the dog was playing off me. The dog was crazy. He's mm-hmm. in the corner, growling, carrying on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with this mm-hmm. dog? And my wife pointed it out. Mm-hmm. She said, the dog is mirroring you. Wow. <laughs> You're upset. And I said, well, i got to start calming down. Otherwise, my dog is going to have an aneurysm here, let alone me. So I started, that's why I got into the organic gardening and started doing other things to to kind of disconnect for a minute, you know. uh, Yeah. And how's your dog now? Oh, she's great. She's she's the best dog ever. Uh, Everybody, what's that famous quote? Everybody says they have the best dog, and they're right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you couldn't honestly say that before. So that's something. That's true. Reading, that's... Yeah, just reading an article about animal intelligence. I mean, it, we underestimated it for uh, forever. Now it's not being underestimated anymore. But oh anyway, yeah. Well, go they're... ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, it helps me. You know, it helps me. By no means. I think it's a mistake, and I have friends that tell people, oh, just never watch the news. Just You won't get upset. No, living in a vacuum is not the answer. Yeah, living in a vacuum, you you'll wake up yeah. in Berlin, 1938. 
which yeah, ex- exactly. You can't happened. put your head in the sand either. You have you have no, to temper it. No, you know, exactly you have to have your garden. For the first time in my life, I have a garden too. The, nice. the first time ever. It's a tiny little patch. I I live in my mom's senior community because I take care of her. Um, she's right. 103 now, and wow. um, there's a little. God bless yeah. her. That's yeah. awesome. Well, she loves her wine. She's got to have her wine every night. She likes to, to. She's very funny. Sometimes she's very funny. She's kind of a drama queen too. When she doesn't feel well, she's a real drama. Oh queen. yeah. Well, most of the time we years. get along. Think of what she's lived through. Yeah. That's Born amazing. in 1920, of course. Yeah. 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 Great Gatsby era. Yeah, <laughs> she know? remembers who. Hoover, how they hated Hoover and what? how they loved FDR, you know, and they made yeah. up this little song about Hoover and, and the Hoovervilles and, uh, you know, that's why she's a Democrat because they saw what FDR did for the country. That's right. The New Deal, folks. Yeah. If, if you yeah. like going to Las Vegas, Las Vegas works and lights up and is very pretty because of Hoover Dam. <laughs> And they didn't just name mm-hmm. it after the guy, <laughs> you know. They made that happen. No, oh. the, yeah, he was instrumental. That that was, you know, there was a reason it's called the Hoover Dam. Um, you know, a lot of power out then? there. Oh, yeah, I, I see. Did yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, my wife just went to Vegas for the first time, and um <laughs> <laughs> she wants to move to Las Vegas. I'm like, no, we're not moving to Las Vegas. Although I just, oh. it's beautiful. Somebody just sent me all these pictures of near where they live in Las Vegas, and I was, I don't, I mean, I found at least that area was enchanting. Yeah. Well, your hair will look yeah. amazing. Um, she has what she told me. She goes, oh my god, <laughs> I didn't have to buy hairspray for the whole trip. Roll out of bed, and I look like a model. It's amazing. Um, and now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot j-a-m-i-e-r-o-x-x dot u-s hey rockers this is stacy lane wilson author and editor of the rock and roll nightmares book series i have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians artists authors filmmakers and music historians in season one i interview phil susan from ozzy osbourne's band Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, 
the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROXX, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com, Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. You know what I wanted to say, Jen, about your garden, which I think is awesome. There is no better feeling. And this is what people don't get who haven't, who, who haven't gardened when it works. When you actually start with a seed or something and, and, or, or a small plant and it grows and, and you get some food off of it, it's an amazing Yeah, food. yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. better. I'm like, wow, yeah. I made this happen. <laughs> You're awesome. growing food too? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. I, Janet, so I t- my wife says I take the fun out of the garden. Um I actually have a separate computer dedicated to keeping track of how much the poundage of really? food and oh yeah, it is really? it is like um serious wow. business in our garden. But I do that. That's part of my per I don't do anything small, you know what I mean? If I get into something, I get into it. And uh Are you you know Are you still painting? Oh yeah, every okay. day. That's that what that's what pays for the garden. Um, you know. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, and the podcast. Um, no, we, we monetized the podcast years ago. But uh, the, the thing is, is you know, I think you're right. You need stuff like that, um, whether it be painting or, or co- cooking or whatever it is, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, so- if you're passionate, don't buy a boat and put a bunch of flags on it and go, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Don't put a flag on your truck and drive all over town. That isn't that isn't what I'm saying. What I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's, here. That's oh my pretty gosh. I bet. We have them here too no. in this area of New Jersey. Um you know, sometimes you'll see a Trump flag or Yeah, it used to be all pretty much mostly Democrat, I'd say it's maybe a little more, a little more Democrat than Republican, but still, it's kind of scary sometimes when you see those 
what were those flags that meant like we fight to the death? It's like a black flag and then has some right. white on it. But yeah, I've seen a uh, you see a couple of those. That's a little scary. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, we I yeah. have noticed in our neighborhood in 2016, almost every other lot, every other house had some sort of uh, Republican uh, signage they had put out. Yeah. You know, they had bought or went out and ordered it or whatever. And, um, yeah. you know, it was, you just saw it everywhere. I will say, and I get that we're in, what, a year and a half away from the election. You don't see it. You don't see it. You don't even see DeSantis. And, you know, we, we live in an upper middle class neighborhood. Um, you know, it's it, it's it's pretty what you would imagine in South Florida. Um, yeah. You know, a little beach town. But it's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying we live in a pinky out kind of neighborhood, but it's, everybody's got new cars, <laughs> you know. Oh. A lot of them, wow. uh, you know, have uh, three letters in their logo, BMW. Um, it, it's that type <laughs> of neighborhood. But, um, yeah. you know, you just don't see it. And I think that's a good sign. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, it's a change yeah. from before. <laughs> so. Yeah. Maybe would, would you maybe all these lawsuits and everything are having an effect. I don't know. Maybe your book Would you Would you normally have started Yeah. <laughs> would you normally a year and a half out from an election start seeing some signs of um you know well, election promotion? You know what's interesting? There's a guy uh two blocks over and and he's of a certain age and whatnot, and he had the Let's Go Brandon and the Trump flag and all that kind of stuff. And this is relatively new. I would say a couple months ago, a good three or four months ago, he had these up. Now they're not – when that Fox lawsuit happened, they came down. And now there's an American flag up. Yep. You're kidding. I'm not saying that that's proof of correlation. I'm just saying, yeah, it seems like a weird coincidence to me. You know? Yeah, um, that's, yeah. that's pretty good. I mean, it could yeah. be a very—it could be a good indication. Well, you know, you my know. wife said she's like, "I'm glad he took those flags down." Now, you know, especially uh, with Halloween coming in the fall, now the kids can actually go to that house. <laughs> like that guy's not passing <laughs> out candy. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Not gonna... <laughs> that's why we got to pass out double because of him. Um, <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah, oh. scary. scary. Well, let me ask you this: you know, you're a senior. You're living, taking care of your mom. God bless you too. You know that is that is awesome. That's amazing. Are you Thank seeing you. signs and flags or anything in your community where you're at? No, nothing. Um, nothing that I haven't seen already. I mean, there are a hmm. lot of American flags in this because it's a senior community. Um, right. But no, nothing nothing indicative of, like, election promotion or anything like that. No. Nobody no, I've that's nobody amazing. talking about it or anything. Yeah. No, I, I do have a I sign. See somebody, I, I do oh, see ahead, somebody please. on the truck. Yeah. Occasionally I do see somebody with a pickup truck with a big flag that says Trump 2024. Sometimes right. I see Trump twenty 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 also. <laughs> now, see, we used to have those down here, riding around and whatnot. 
And mm-hmm. it was the weirdest thing, too. There's a little grocery store. Our, it's not the nearest grocery store, but it's, it's, I don't know, six blocks away in a little strip mall, very South Florida, and it's called mm-hmm. Sprouts. And it's kind of a cheaper Whole Foods, you know, but it's, it's where yeah. all the organic people shop and you know, gluten-free yeah. and all that. That's what they're known for. And if you oh. want to get vegetables and produce, you go to Sprouts because they have the best. Oh. <laughs> and it's expensive, right. but that's yeah. that. And there was a guy who worked there, and we would always try to figure out who he was because he had one of those trucks with the Trump flag in the back that worked really? there at the hippie place. Yeah, oh. it was the weirdest thing. And we could hmm. never figure out, like me and my wife would always, we're like, is that him, do you think? Is that guy? That, no, no, that guy's got a... No, he's got a pride T-shirt on. <laughs> you know, that's not him. That's definitely not him. Maybe it was. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was a long cabin guy. I don't know. But oh. you know, but I don't know if he got fired or if people were keen in his car. Kind of. I don't want. I don't hope that at all, folks. I don't. I don't know. But anyway, I haven't seen the truck nor the flag. So maybe he just got a different car and he can't put a flag on it. I don't know. Or maybe the oh. company. Maybe the store said. You know, park down the street or something. But I haven't seen it anywhere. I haven't seen any of those driving around in a good four well, or five months. Yeah. And yeah. So I don't know. I, you know, I, maybe they're all yeah. just pro DeSantis. I don't know. I, but wouldn't they I have a DeSantis wonder, flag? He, a what? I said, wouldn't they have a DeSantis flag? Wouldn't they have, you know, oh, retired the I Trump think, one? I don't think DeSantis has a logo yet, do they? No. Does, they probably it, I can't out. think. Of, I don't can't picture a graphic for DeSantis. I'm thinking of the I Ghostbuster think... sign, but with, instead of a ghost, it's got a Mickey Mouse head <laughs> in it. <laughs> you know, maybe that. <laughs> maybe you suggest that to him. Oh, man, I don't want to. I don't want to be responsible for that. I don't want to go out and know that's what or, I. <laughs> famous or for, the, you know. Or with a, a Trump head in the middle. <laughs> yeah. With steam coming out of his ear. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, it's but, crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Now, the brainwash, we have a link up, folks. And we, I, I want to say it's very easy to find. All you got to do is type in www.thebrainwashingofmydad.com. And that's right. Jen's main website. And from it, we also have links up to all the social media and YouTube and everything. Um, and those links stay active, folks, when we turn this into a podcast. Uh, so you can, if you're listening to this on iHeartRadio or Pandora or Spotify or something, click on those links and you can get there. But when you go to her website, this is a great website because obviously, you know, Jen's like, Jamie's an old man. We've got to make this simple, so easily to navigate <laughs> Because he gets confused. <laughs> I don't get confused on this website. I love it. Uh, you can you can write at the top here. Buy the book. Stream the film. Watch the trailer. Share your personal story. You must yeah. get a lot of those. Over, <laughs> over the imagine. years. Yeah, over the years I've heard from thousands of people uh, with with their stories about how their loved one personality changed and their relationship changed. And, you know, like I said, this is like an epidemic in America and um, it's really tragic. It's almost like a mass psychosis, but it's been a major uh, like psyop operation. Um, 
and you know I, I used to be afraid to say that that people would think like oh she's a conspiracy theorist I'm not a theorist this was a real conspiracy the occasionally uh, in time there are real conspiracies and this is the real one folks <laughs> absolutely you know I just uh, yeah. I've I've told this before I used to have a very funny joke that I used to say at parties I thought I was very clever and yeah, I thought it was funny I would say yeah the government conspiracy theories. I've been to the DMV. I've been to the post office. Could you honestly see <laughs> those people doing some big conspiracy? And ha, ha, ha. And I thought it was very clever and, and everything. And then what mm-hmm. happened, ladies and gentlemen, WikiLeaks dropped. Snowden happened. And I'm like, and suddenly my joke wasn't funny anymore <laughs> because there were proof that that happened. Um, no, I'm not saying people are reading my emails. If anybody's reading my emails, I feel bad for them. I feel so because that's got to be the most boring job in the world. There's nothing exciting mm-hmm. in my emails. Um, <laughs> Jen probably has some good emails, I would imagine. Um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes uh, I find it hard to hold back. Same with me on Twitter lately. Um, by the way, I'm on Twitter at brainwashingdad. And then also uh-huh. at Jen underscore Senko. And I used to be more careful about um, what I posted on at Brainwashing Dad because, you know, there's other people that helped with the film and it, it kind of represents the team. But lately right. I have just like, I just, something happened and it's, it's no holds barred. And I'm, I'm just, it's like, Tourette syndrome. I, I'm just saying anything like oh, whatever comes to my mind. And today I had a blast on Twitter with these people. I don't even know. But it, it's like, I mean, I hate that it's owned by Elon Musk and hopefully Blue Sky or something <laughs> else will take over and we can all meet there. Nevertheless, until then, it's a community and we all crave community, which is why a lot of these people by these wacky conspiracy theories because it's it's tribal. Mm-hmm. That was exactly. kind of a run-on sentence, but yeah. You catch well, the great thing, <laughs> the secret, now I've known some conservative people who, who tried to jump ship. You know, they went over to True Social and, and, and very, the various ones that happened, and they left. They got bored after a couple of weeks because there was no... Yeah. There was no arguing. There was no dissenting viewpoint. Everybody kind of thought the same thing, and it was boring to them. <laughs> you know, it was they, very. They couldn't troll it. There was nobody to troll. <laughs> right. They couldn't troll yeah. anybody. Yeah. And, and so they all went back to Twitter. <laughs> and I think Twitter yeah. having opposing viewpoints, I don't think it's. I, I think, don't get me wrong, I think there's a lot of garbage on Twitter and all social media, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, of course. You know, Facebook. Facebook's biggest accomplishment was letting me know my aunt's racist. <laughs> you know, I mean, but I've never done that before. Oh, no, no. That's a whole, you know, it was so funny. Since we've talked, Jen, since we talked, I, um, I, I this is, has nothing to do with anything, but I will tell you because it's a funny story uh, regarding Facebook. And I, I had some family members that I have honestly not talked to in, I don't know, 35 years. You know, um, mm-hmm. and not this wasn't direct family. It wasn't like, oh, we got into a fight. No, these were, you know, cousins or, or whatever. And they found me mm-hmm. on Facebook. 
and we mm, reconnected. Yeah. And it well, mm-hmm. was beautiful and everything, except this one aunt of mine who um, I, again, hadn't talked to her in, since I was a little kid, you know. And she, you know, we're catching up, and uh, I said, so, so, what do you like to do? You know, what, what are your, what are your hobbies? You know, socially, what do you like to do? And, you know, I thought it was a valid question, and she starts telling me how she's, uh, you know, on the board of the Daughters of the Confederacy. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Little Rock, Arkansas, and I'm like, oh wow! What I did got you off say? the phone kind of quickly, and well, I just, you know, I, I had, I don't know, something with the dog. I had to get off the phone quickly. <laughs> my wife's like, "What's oh. the matter? You look very pale, like you just saw." It. I'm like, <laughs> "I got the blood in me. I need a transfusion." <laughs> I can't believe it. Wow, it's not good. Yeah. Wow. Have you like, talked to her since then, or? Well, I, you know, we, there was followed by a mm-hmm. couple very years of polite Christmas cards and and things of that mm-hmm. nature, and that's, then she passed good. on. And um, oh, okay. but it, it, there wasn't any bad One blood or anything like that. Yeah. And I never confronted her because she was elderly and old dogs and new tricks. You know, it wasn't my job. Yeah. She's got her own kids. They can. <laughs> They can make a documentary yeah. or write a book to help their parents, yeah. you know? Wasn't my, yeah. As my wife yeah, says, not no, your right. circus, not your monkeys, you know? Um, or not your monkeys, mm. not your circus. I can't remember how she said it. But, yeah, oh. um, amazing. Yeah. So, Jen, okay. uh, people can watch this and they can buy the the video. They can stream it. They can get it. They can get a copy of the book all through your mm-hmm. website, right? Or do they? Right. is there particular places they need to go? No, um, it, it, uh, the website has a page for the film, like with all of the streaming, mm-hmm. um, and you can just click on one of those. Or, you know, there's also a place for the book um, where you can you can click on something and buy a book through your favorite independent bookstore. Um, nice. It's kind of like, yeah, it's a shortcut. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. So that's really great if you don't want to, you know, support Amazon. So I always encourage um, getting a book from the independent bookstore. Absolutely. Absolutely. And believe me, they appreciate it, I would imagine. Um, Hard to think yourself, folks. It's amazing. And this is a cool book. Hey, Jen, how cool is this? You have an ISBN number. That's pretty impressive. (laughs) You know? She's for real. I, I should good. I should get it made into a pin and wear it on my my shirt. <laughs> only my people. Number. Only the authors listening are going to get that joke, but it's very yeah. funny, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right? No, well, it well, is. Matthew, Matthew E. O'Neill would get it. <laughs> yep, that's that's true. That's true. Yep. Oh man, and you can even add it to your good way. That's smart. You look at this Goodreads account. You can add your book to the want to read list. That's very. Yeah. People will look at those. Um, you know, I'm gonna put it on my. What do you I'm mean? Put it on mine today. Um, and I've okay. read it. So. Uh, oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, a lot of new, a lot of new stuff in there, and a lot more detail, and a lot more history. You know, connecting all the dots and stuff, but um, yeah, it goes it's back amazing. further. And Thank you. you know, it's so cool. I have to now since we met, Jen. 
I've been doing the podcast. Did a couple of them since we met, and um, you know, have become friends with a lot of independent filmmakers and authors. Yeah, and uh, I I kind of know. First off, couple things that I didn't know when we first started talking. When I turned mm-hmm. on a movie on on the TV or something, naively I thought it was filmed, you know, or made a couple months ago. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they knocked this out in the weekend. No, that isn't how that works. It can be years to make a, a, a film, you know, and um, things happen and whatnot. Um, but something else I also learned in addition is filmmakers, the gears are always turning for the next project. I got to know, yeah. are those gears still turning in, in your life? Well, unfortunately, I mean, the gears turn but not in terms of making a film. They're more like short-term, little short-term projects that I wanna, I wanna do. Um, mm-hmm. But because, uh, my, I mean, my main thing now is being a caretaker for my mom, and that can really, that can really take up a lot of time and a lot of energy. And when you're, you know, when you're doing a film, you need to, need to. I mean, you can work at home a little bit, but you need to. You need to get out there too, you know. You need to be on set, and at least I do. Right. Um, so, but you know, I just think I'm always thinking like, how can I continue to m- help make change, truth in media? And I have to say, there's some great new um, grassroots groups. Uh, like media and the media and democracy project, uh, Truth Tuesdays. Hmm. They uh, demonstrate live in front of Fox headquarters every Tuesday. They've been doing it for two years. Um, nice. Six media That's now. Awesome. That's yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. And I love getting, it. Like yeah, and um, oh, they're very creative as well. You know, and then. Um, <laughs> hear yourself think there's there's it's just very it's very encouraging although you know like i said i don't know if it's too little too late and we don't have money so um well left us hopefully it'll keep to, happening hopefully but, it'll except keep for happening. george soros <laughs> i mean apparently that's all he does is just funded. sit around and write checks yeah <laughs> yeah i mean with oh yeah I, I was accused of having him fund my movie. I'm like, believe me, like, I wish. It would be a lot more slick. It would be a lot more slick. There would have been <laughs> a lot of CGI in there, folks. <laughs> you yeah. know, boom shots and, think, and stuff. Yeah, oh. right? Um, yeah, it was just pretty much a three-woman oh, team. Oh, that's amazing. Well, yeah. Jen, so. as your friend, I'm going to tell you this. You know, I think, again, being a caretaker for your mother you know, what an honor. That is so cool that she's doing that. And she's very lucky that that you are. And we are yeah. very lucky in this country because not only are you a caretaker for your mother, you're a caretaker for us too. Like I said, you were one of the Aww. first people that I met that was ringing the bell saying, I think there's a problem here, folks. I think there's a yeah. problem. And you were 100% right. You know? Thank you, Jamie. 
Yeah, oh. unfortunately I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but thank you. I do is, appreciate the accolade. Yeah. You know, appreciate that. we know it happened mm-hmm. and we can change it and we can make sure it stops happening. That's the we thing. just all have to, it's all hands on deck. Yeah, Me be too. diligent. Mm-hmm. Whatever you be can diligent. do. Yeah, yeah, and it's, you know, I, it's it's so, it's, it's such a crazy time, and there's so much crazy vitriol out there, and people talk of people having civil war. I'm like, eh, doesn't really work that well. <laughs> you know, I, I don't see it. Uh, well, I think, I, I think that rather than like a, a civil war where you have two different sets of soldiers and they're fighting on you know, some land. I mean, I think there's going to be pockets, and as there are pockets of violence, and there will be yeah. more violence and more assassination attempts and um, All that more nonsense. attempts to, you know, uh, rig the election. Of course, we're the ones that are accused of being, of rigging elections. Uh, you know, so in oh, yeah. sense, you might, you might, you might, it might call it a civil war in that sense, you know. Well, when I when I or, when people ask me, and I I guess just because I'm old, they, yeah, you know, I have young friends, younger friends that'll ask and they'll say, "What do you think, Jamie?" And I'll say, "You know, Chick Fil A can only operate is if there's people to buy the chicken sandwiches. If they have money to buy the chicken sandwiches, and if you yeah. cut out the money." the domino effect happens to all these other businesses. So, that's, you know, that's true. Yeah, don't go to and, the folks. Except yeah, for I'm telling paintings. you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, really, you, so I can move somewhere, so can, we can move to Las Vegas. <laughs> you can have a revolution. Yeah, your wife would like that. You can have a revolution oh. with your pocketbook. That's what Keith Olbermann always says. Absolutely. And he's so right. I I threaten my wife every so often in that she's like, you know, with all this, I said, I, maybe I'll just give up this painting thing and just get into politics. Nothing bad ever happens when an artist fails and gets into politics. And she's like, bite your tongue, Jamie, bite your tongue. Like I am. (laughs) For those who don't know, check out your World War II history. Kind of happened in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the bad guy yeah. with the finger first. Oh. It's bad. It's bad. Um, so support go to your local art walk, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> support all of your artists, friends. That's that's my advice. Um, no, I'm 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 kidding, of course. Um keep doing this and thank you so much for what you've done, which is so important. Your school right. turned up to ten, Jen. Seriously. Oh man, thank you. That's that's, Ab- that's so. Thank you. <laughs> Blush. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I pre- appreciate that. Yeah. And I feel bad because before we started the show, Jen's like, "Well, how long are we gonna do?" I'm like, "I don't know. We'll do like 25 minutes, half hour, something like that." My life's been waiting <laughs> for half an hour. Um, <laughs> here it is, an hour. I could I could talk to you all day, Jen. I could do a Joe Rogan three-hour podcast very easy. <laughs> Because you're fascinating. Oh my goodness! Except, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, my mom thinks so too. Yeah, well, she's right. Yeah, she's right. She's seen she's yeah. seen a thing or two. <laughs> she's 
She's seen a thing or two, believe me. Yeah, she's one that got me into politics, really. Oh, uh, she was very, very liberal. She, you know, she the, the, the amazing thing is your mom stayed with your dad through all this. You well, know? she almost didn't. She almost went. I don't um, know. I don't know if I mean, my wife was, would have. Yeah. yeah she, probably um, she probably It was would. difficult. And at but, some point in... And I think it was her, maybe her late 80s, she wrote me an email saying, how do I get my own apartment? Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I said, well, do you really want to do that? And so they just Thank they God. just kind of agreed not to, to talk about it for a while. They sat back to back in the same office just sending uh, vitriolic emails to each other, or she would try to debunk him, and uh, she learned how to source, so she would source things. And <laughs> they, hate um, that. they hate it when you source yeah. things. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, those pesky facts. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You know, it is amazing. It is amazing. She got him to put doors on the kitchen. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. No, but I, I will tell you that the, the guys out there listening and the, and the young bucks or, or whatever, I, I shouldn't assume anything about anybody, but I, I will say this as an old man who's, who's also seen a couple things. When your wife or your girlfriend or woman or lady starts looking to move, you better course correct. Time to change the sales because <laughs> that ain't good. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends on the reason. If she wants to move away from you, then that's bad. But if she wants to move yeah. and she wants to move somewhere with you, that's a different then story, is it not? Yeah. That's good. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> right. if my wife were to leave me, um, which would be terrible, which would be if I messed up and, and did something horrible, my wife is going to leave me, I'm, I'm telling you she would take my dog. That's how women are. I thought you were going to say you'd be devastated. Oh, I would be. I would be. She'd be like, not only am I leaving, I'm taking her too. (laughs) Think about that. What kind of dog is it? Sandwiches for dinner. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. What kind of dog is it? Is it a rescue? Oh, she's. Yeah, it's a rescue. Uh, It's a Sharpay. You know the wrinkly ones. And, oh yeah, um, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. funny. It's, it, I hate to say this, fact, but yeah, Rupert Murdoch kind of looks like um a Sharpay. He does. He does. I kind of look like a yeah. Sharpay. Everybody always says you turn into your dog. <laughs> you know, it's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> he probably has a bulldog. He probably has a startup <laughs> junkyard bulldog because <laughs> he looks kind of rough. <laughs> Who does? Saying, Rupert. Rupert Murdoch, oh, you're Rupert. a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. Spend some money. Well, he, he, he looks like a That's poorly bred. Where they he get looks their like work a, done. Poor, a poorly bred um, uh, Sharpe, you know. Oh, I'm telling you, that, I'm telling you, know, you scarred not, up and yeah, yeah. Had been fed no. pizza his whole life. <laughs> you know, yeah, it ain't good. <laughs> it ain't good. Yeah. No. Oh man, <laughs> I gotta ask you, Jen. Between yeah. you and me, was that? I didn't get the satisfaction of the Trump indictment that I thought I would have gotten, but I got to tell you that Tucker Carlson firing 
kind of did it for me. <laughs> I was very yeah. pleased. Was yeah. like finally, we got to win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I you know. yeah. I'm, I mean, unless he starts up on Twitter, but now that he saw Rhonda. Rhonda's fiasco. Um, yeah, he might not oh, yeah, want to, you know, start up on Twitter. No, you know. no. I, yeah, I hate to say it about Elon Musk. I, you know, people compare him to Tom Edison and stuff, and I'm like, well, I guess in a way they kind of both made friends and hired people who knew what the hell they were doing. But when it comes to yeah. them personally, and Elon's a good example of this, he ain't the brilliant. He's good at hiring engineers and, and people like that, but if Not it's lately. him calling the shots, and yeah. he's going to worse to bet on, you know, he can't yeah. even get people to buy a blue check mark. Are you kidding me? What kind of salesman is yeah. that? You know, he's, at yeah. least Davo can yeah. sell some books and shave cream or something, yeah. you know? He got rid of too many people. Yeah. He got rid of too many people. How exactly. Cut his nose to spite his face. Yeah. Yeah, they can't I mean, that's, that. when you, that's when you need and to invest, even him. though he spent $44 billion, uh, you know, he needs to beef it up, not cut it down. But they will make that mistake. One would think. Yeah. You know, if we had done that, Jen, that's what we would have done, you know, because we understand yeah, right. basic economics. Um, you know. Yeah. ABC, it's, right? Yeah. You know, I will tell you something. I think in the character of Elon Musk, and I'm sure people will hate this that are Elon fanatics, it's very obvious to me that Elon has never struggled. Um, he, he hasn't built him. He's always had it handed to him. And you can tell people like that. I don't do business with people like that. You know, I, I, yeah. I won't do business deals with people like that because they have yeah. no frame of reference, you know? Yeah, and, um, yeah. You know, it's it's very easy when when you're just handed stuff. Um, but did he grow up rich? I, I oh yeah, that oh okay. yeah. And it's terrible. His parents were part of the apartheid deal. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's you know. What? Oh, they were part. It's, yeah, it's, South African. You know, South African white. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. And yeah, it's just what, what did his you know, parents do? What did his parents do for a living? Oh, I think his father was a, uh, owned mining companies or something like that. Owned a bunch of mines or something. You know, they they. Oh, uh, I, I think yeah. they. What did they do? They, were they in diamonds? So he they, started. Oh, blood diamonds. Yeah. So he started with money. Oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, like Trump, said, you know, but Trump. I mean, the same if I thing. started with money, I'd be rich too. If I started with money. All I'm saying is, when you're hungry and you've had to eat ramen noodles or something once or yeah. twice, you get some yeah. perspective, especially when it Absolutely. comes to money. You're like, ooh, yeah. I appreciate this. I don't want to go yeah. back to that. You know, when I um, when I was in college, we ate spaghetti. We we ate so much yeah. spaghetti it was coming out of our noses. But, it's but, so I, true. It is so but, true. We used to get the chicken. <laughs> we would get chicken and make chicken spaghetti, where you shred the chicken. You know, you get a cheap, uh, chicken breast really? if you're lucky. Oh. <laughs> I've used chicken wings to do this. 
and you put yeah. it in a can of ragu and over the noodle. Yeah. Because you can't afford beef. We could. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no, no. I'm not not unless one of your friends stole it from the the local supermarket. <laughs> I have to admit, I might I'm have embarrassed to admit we weren't above that, but you know. You know hey, when you're hungry. The supermarket saw us coming, and it was like, uh, uh, watch out for these guys. Yeah. Oh man! I think Tom, Every, I think you know, my when, friend Tommy, yeah, to, Tommy, my friend Tommy, stole the steak once. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty goody. talented, really, to be able to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you get yeah. there for, kid? Stole a steak. <laughs> Everybody moves away from him. You know. Yeah, he was He's he was crazy. a big gay guy, so they, they didn't notice that. I don't know that. Oh well, yeah. I don't, yeah, he just was, he was big, so they didn't notice. I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Jen, this has been so much fun. Like I said, you, you're awesome. Thank you for coming on the show again, and keep doing oh, what you're doing. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank Anytime. you. Anytime. I mean, it's good that you do what you do, too, because then you, you know, you promote people, and you support them, and that's a very good thing. Well, you know, yeah, I, I try to. Try to. Try to support cool people. Um, jerks, no, nah, I don't have anything to do with. Not so <laughs> I don't much. deal with that. Right. No. Right. 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 <laughs> and that happens. People, it's funny. People, hey, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I kind of, because um, I'm a nice, I try to be a nice person. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to hurt anybody or hurt anybody's feelings. Um, but this right. has happened a few times where people are like, oh, you know, we want to be on the show. And they're, you know, just horrible yeah. people. And I'm like, well, yeah. I've got very uh, a very diverse group of advertisers, <laughs> you know. You can, yeah, you can say on there, and you know, it's, I'm booked. I don't think it's going to be a good fit. I say again. You could say I'm I'm just I'm booked for the next year. Yeah, <laughs> that's happened too. That's happened. Yeah, too. it's all booked up right now. <laughs> There's a waiting list. I'll put you on it. Uh, you know. How often oh, do you do your show? Uh, we try How to do it. You know, this is funny because that being said, we just had uh, one cancel. They uh, uh, some stuff happened. They had to cancel their uh, their ad or their um, uh, PR uh, campaign. And so we uh, so next week I was like, oh, we don't have any show scheduled. Great, I get to paint all week. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Then, uh, you know, I woke up and had emails, so now we're going to have some shows next week. <laughs> but uh, do you have a, it was a nice a dream. I could, yeah, sure. Yeah, no. no, but it's, um, uh, we try to do it uh, two or three times. We, I was up to four times a week, and I'm like, that's too much, you know. And then I, I, I some weeks only do two, we usually do three. Um, wow. Just because there's a lot of. It's ambitious. Well, the show is easy. People are like, what, it's an hour, whatever it is, you know? And I'm like, yeah, that's what you hear. But the actual, the, right. there's three hours of building the, the flyers of the show, right. you know, right. post-production. Right. There's a lot, a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah. yeah. Thankless work that yeah. nobody knows yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. I'm not pitching. I'm not complaining, yeah. folks. I love it. Um, the cool <laughs> thing about the show is a couple times a week, um, I get to hang out with really cool people that are doing amazing things. And, yeah. you know, when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I don't feel like doing it today. The thing is, 
what goes through my mind is I'm like, well, you know, Jen's doing it. <laughs> she's she's <laughs> out there going on Joy Reid show, you know. So get up, Jamie. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. There you go. Yeah. There Absolutely. You go. Absolutely. And I have a beautiful wife that loves shoes, so you know, gotta work. <laughs> gotta work. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, folks. Well, that's going to wrap it up. And um, I, you know, we're leading into the weekend. I want everybody to have a great weekend. And I end every show like this. Uh, first off, we're going to convert the show to the, this show that you just turned into a podcast, and we're going to blast it out everywhere, all the social media, all the pods. We're on over 750 podcasting platforms. It's amazing, and that's all thanks to you, fantastic listeners. Um, you know, it's. Not only is it amazing, it's amazing that 750 people had the idea of starting a business hosting podcasts. That blows me away. Um, but maybe it's like Italian restaurants in our neighborhood. <laughs> I think there's about <laughs> 750 of them, too. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding, and there's nothing wrong with it. They're all great. I'm a chunky monkey. I love my Italian food. My, my wife's Italian. Anyway, um, remember the world is still weird. And, you know, be patient with people, be kind. And I don't know, somewhere I heard something along the lines of treat people how you would like to be treated. Pretty good advice. <laughs> Just saying, you know. Um, and if you do have a relative, I, I want to add this tonight though, or today. If you have a relative and you are not alone, that um, we all have relatives, know that has been affected by this, this onslaught um, this, this virus of, of disinformation and, 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 and organized hate, you know, um, and negativity. Watch you yourself. Watch this uh, this 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 documentary. Read the book because one of the best things in it. And did, I don't want to give it the ending away. I don't want it to spoil the thing. But there was a good ending to this story of yours, Jen. I will say that. I will say that. I don't think that's spoiling it. Um, and that's okay. I think that's it important. Should be, it should be out there. I, I told it in the beginning anyway, briefly. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. There, there was a happy ending. He got the program. There is hope. Yeah. There is hope. Show, yeah. It shows the power you know? of media as well. Yeah. Yeah, you got to cut that stuff off. Seriously. Mm-hmm. You That's know? the way to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what? If you were addicted or somebody you knew were addicted to cigarettes, one of the first steps, get rid of the pack. <laughs> you know? Stop them right. from smoking. That's key. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Don't get them on a vape yeah. because then they're just going to be addicted to vaping. I kind of know that. <laughs> and I tried to sell that to myself. Oh, this will all cut down on cigarettes. No, no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> very true. <laughs> Anyhow, we got to get out of here, folks. I've kept Jen way too long. Um, her mama needs to her dinner. Yeah. 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 Got to get do. her mom dinner. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Some some spaghetti <laughs> with Tommy yeah. steak in it. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Tommy. <laughs> That's right. Three cheers for Tommy. 
state. I yeah. bet everybody was saying that when he brought that steak home, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Girls got steak. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We, okay, we so on that. we'll like, see you on the next one. Head. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. Jen, you are welcome anytime. I would love to have you on again. And, uh, you know, let's talk. Let's talk because maybe, maybe we'll do this a little more often than 13 years or 10 years or however long it's been. You yeah, know? 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I'll talk to you soon. E- email. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, oh, Jamie. Absolutely. Yep. Right. And, okay. folks, we'll see you next time. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks at Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.